everyone. Welcome along to another episode of Hosting here in New York City. Ah, the biggest city in the world. Is it? I mean, it could be. Close to. I've not seen a bigger city. And you've been to Europe a lot. Oh, guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I had a tattoo for every time I went to Europe, well, I'd be covered head to toe in ink, depending on how big the tattoo. If I had small tattoos, it could be just an arm. An armful, a sleeve. Wow. Yeah. That's the fact about me, man. Yeah, yeah. And it's also a sort of a study of, uh, you know, size. You know, it's interesting to think that some tattoos are smaller than others. It is actually. It's a great thing to zoom in on. (laughs) Well, what a day we've had. Uh, I suppose we should, you know, we could start at the beginning. We could work our way backwards. But I'll tell you what we did see today, and we saw a lot of it. Mm -hmm. The The Empire Empire State State Building. Building. Mm. Oh my gosh What an incredible building Guy I mean It's a shame that The purpose it was built for It did not function for But still What a thing Yeah A lot of people who were in that building Did not seem as interested in that information as, As you were No matter how many people I stopped to tell that fact They were just not having a bar of it Were they guy? Yeah. Well, I think the thing is you, you were sort of telling some of the same people the same fact quite a lot. And, you know, if they weren't interested in it the first time, it's it's pretty unlikely they're going to be interested in it the fourth or the fifth. Well, the, the tour guide especially was not having a bar of that fact, were they? I mean, I think probably the sixth or seventh time that I said to the tour guide, you know, you know, and I winked. I said, you know what happened up the top of this building long kind of wink there and they said yes it used to be a, Ze- a zeppelin platform i'd finish for them i'd jump right in at the end and say yep but didn't work did it and i'd <laughs> give them another wink and um yeah i mean the thing is if you pay for the tour you can pay for it once twice thrice four five times a lady you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they can't do anything about it that's it uh, we're on the tour we're in the tour I mean, I did find it to be quite a long day. I mean, I, I was excited to, to do it the first time, but, you know, to, to keep doing it, I, I do want to show you a good time and I, I want to be a good host. Mm-hmm. But um, the day became long for me towards the end. Look, I, you know, there's not a day that isn't long, really, in the scheme of things. And the, the long days that you look back on and cherish because you realize that time passed slowly. And for most of us, it's just a speeding speeding bullet towards uh, towards the infinity. But for this one day, we just got to slowly walk back and forth in the quiet rooms and high towers of the Empire State Building. And I think we'll remember that. We, we certainly will. Oh, well, I'm, uh, I'm glad it's been crossed off the list. Mm. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's something that I had sort of thought I might get around to doing, but it was nice to actually do. And now you've done it seven times, Guy. And isn't it interesting how the script barely changed for the, for the tour guide? It was almost the same tour every time. Yeah. The only real deviation he had were to, 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 to your heckles. Mm. Well, because by the end of it, I knew quite a bit of that script off by heart. And so I could kind of interject myself into the script and kind of make it a bit more of an experience for everybody on the tour. Yeah, you two could have been a bloody double act by the end of it. Yes. But again, 
you did, I did notice some of that trademark American hostility just creeping through what was a, a pretty good-natured relationship. Yeah, well, certainly, I mean, the other people on the tour were quite hard to take. And then, I mean, they're not a lot, not a lot of people on the tour, a lot as many as I would expect for a building that you know was designed as a Zeppelin Zeppelin Harbour. Well, I mean, and I would say that's probably not even the main part part of the appeal or the charm of the Empire State Building. Why? Why else would you go? That's what I think. Well, I think you know you get incredible views of the city. You know, you can look north, south, east, west. You can sort of really see New York. Uh, Un- unravel itself in front of you. So. But, but what can be more you know, exciting than just the thought of you know, uh, migrants coming in their tens you know, on, a, on a Zeppelin, uh, the pinnacle of mankind's inventive spirit, you know, plunting along there over the Atlantic Ocean, barely, barely above the ocean's surface, so heavy and dense the gas was that it could really barely get the lift that it needed to be so grandiose as to be high in the sky like the mighty aeroplane of now. Just punting in there across New York over the Brooklyn River and just shunting in and docking at the top of a, a grandiose Art Deco tower. You know, I mean, that would have been incredible if it were ever able to happen. But as you and I both know, that wind was too strong. So they just had to shunt them out to a park in Manhattan. Different age, wasn't it, Guy? Certainly was. Um, I suppose, you know, what might be fun to, to recount, uh, uh, five, five favorite facts. About the Empire State Building? Uh, let's take them one at a time. We'll do them t- collectively. So my favorite fact, and I'm assuming, Guy, from your wry grin, that we won't be doing facts about the Zeppelin landing platforms. We've covered that, haven't we? Uh, somewhat, yeah. Okay. Uh, one, the secretary in the front desk of the Empire State Building... His name is Frank. Oh, that is a, a, a lovely little fact. Uh, the, the, my second favorite fact is that uh, Frank can get uh, pretty annoyed pretty quickly if you go around the back and start mucking around with the files. Mm-hmm. Third fact, filing cabinets aren't locked at the Empire State Building. Mm-hmm. Just wide open. That's right. Uh, and the, the, the fourth favorite fact, that if you are wearing a blazer or a jacket that has a name tag that says Frank on it, you pretty much have open access to not just the un- unlocked filing cabinets, but uh, also you know many of the filing cabinets that are locked. And there's a lot of classified information in those cabinets. Absolutely. And I think my final favorite fact is that Frank, surprisingly easy to overpower, not very strong. Not very strong for a man whose jacket and name tag hold the keys potentially to an entire building. Yeah, and all the secrets contained and locked away therein. Mm. Fun guy. Well, I think we're fun guys. I think Frank has ways to go. Yeah, we certainly brought the fun to the Empire State Building today. I think, you know, in the scheme of history, we'll remember this day, but so too will the Empire State Building and Frank in particular, when he wakes up. You know, I don't know 
because I suppose you know he's he's always sort of secreting away his uh, his life outside of these four walls from me. But um, that Mark actually works in the Empire State Building. That is well. That- no one was as surprised as me, guy. I mean, that is a wild little tidbit of information. And that it didn't make our top five fun facts, that, that just goes to show you how blown away we were by it. Yeah, it sort of needs its whole uh, subset of, mm. Uh, mm. you know, consideration. And he wasn't as happy to see you as I imagined he would be, guy. Well, I think you know. I, I understand. Sometimes you don't think you're going to see someone, in your, and when you see them, you 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 know you you get caught off guard, and your your the emotions you display betray how you actually feel. And he does not like you, does he? Well, that's how it looked. But I, I'm sitting here wondering whether or not that, in fact, is a cover up for for how he truly feels, which was excited to see me. Interesting guy. Interesting. That's a, quite. A- Quite profound psychological assessment of Mark. You've clearly got to know him quite well. I feel like we're growing closer and closer, and I, I think uh, next time he decides to fix himself an icy cold drink of any description, uh, we might grow closer still. Now, uh, no one has noticed anything of interest having gone missing or being displaced so far. Ringgate is in uh, full swing. That's right. And, uh, of course... We are sharing the house currently with uh, not just Mark and Fiona, but their uh, beautiful parents. Mm-hmm. So it is a pretty full house, and um, to be honest, I can I can see why they, they you know they might have wanted their space, but we have not granted them that luxury, and they're all out for dinner right now. So we've got the the run of the house, <laughs> yes, and the run of all their things. Yeah, I mean, you know. Four guests, four suitcases, and they are packed to the brim with interesting sort of tidbits and uh, what seem to be some pretty valuable sort of family heirlooms. Now, Guy, this is going to sound crazy, uh, but I had an idea of another classic caper that we could do with all the bags here in the in the lounge room. And what I thought is we could take all of the things out of each bag and put it into another bag. So everybody has the wrong stuff in each of the bags, but we also take some of these precious items out of the bags and we wrap them in a bag of our own and we throw that into the Brooklyn River. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Carlo, you really know how to tickle my funny bone because that sounds like a fun (laughs) night. Yeah. I mean, just imagine the looks on their face. They're going, oh, I thought that this was, but it also, huh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When they wake up tomorrow morning and they'll go to get dressed in their regular clothes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, you could have Michael wearing Terry's underpants. Yes. (laughs) Or Murtag wearing uh, June's. Uh, hat. <laughs> <laughs> and to think at the bottom of the Brooklyn River or the Hudson will lie all of their valuable and precious heirlooms that they have, I, I suppose, brought along to, to celebrate. I mean, it seems to me that everyone's in on this engagement except for for Fiona herself. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I think it would be good if we could somehow get Fiona. We need to make that – because I worry that because we're here – and they're all at dinner, that the suspicion will be immediately thrown onto us. Mm. So I think we need to make it 
so that it seems like the prank has been committed by Fiona herself. Oh, so Fiona's then been, she'll get the laughs as well. Fiona's been swapping around the yeah, clothes. Yeah, they'll think, oh, the, Fiona's been a goofy. Okay, well, how can we do that? I just, I, this is, this is, I think, the, the, the cherry on top of an already deliciously sweet cake guy. Um, I think we should lift some of Fiona's fingerprints. I'm listening. Items in the house and put them onto the bags and scour them of our own fingerprints. So we'd put on gloves and gloves and kind of a probably a whole body suit. Just to ensure that no DNA Mm -hmm. makes its way onto the. Exactly. Because we we don't want it to be too clean because then they'll know that something's up. But what we do want them to, to get is amongst the fingerprints of. Murtag and June and um, Terry and, and Terry and Michael. Michael, we want them to find Fiona's fingerprints, clear, distinct, and undeniably hers. Well, it's going to be a lot of work, but I think they see the look on their faces. It's going to be worth it just to see the prank come together. And, you know, because I suppose the apple doesn't fall far from the tree and the, 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 the tree often uh, looks a lot like the apple. I mean, you know, the, 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 the treatment with which we... You, know, you, try to, you try to welcome people into your house and mm-hmm. you try to say, hey, I'm so excited to meet you. I've heard so much about you. You want to be a good host. You want to be a good host, but, you know... I feel like something like this might really help loosen them up and endear ourselves towards them because yes. they were pretty curt on their entry and exits. They weren't. No, they weren't. <sighs> to say spiteful is, I, I know, a very strong word, but that is certainly the vibe that I got from the family towards particularly you, mm. I seem to have been spared part of it because I feel like they've put a lot of this blame squarely on you, which I think is unfair, Guy. I think it's unfair. Yes, they had this plan for months. And yes, despite that, you invited me to stay here and very generously gave me the spare bedroom. And yes, that does mean that Murtag and June and Terry... And Michael are all sleeping in the lounge room. It's a bit like uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm. It is. It is. It is like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> and that's a fun book. Yeah. Um, and an even better film, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I can see that they weren't happy with you. And that's just, it's rude. It's, a ba- it's, your, it's poor form as the guest. Well, you know, I think. If we do a little something to endear ourselves to them, a little uh, a little light dusting of fingerprints. And I've just had a thought, guy, because I I think that June and Murtag being Mark's parents, I think that now Fiona is maybe copping a bit of their wrath from you know this whole situation. So I thought maybe we just swap their bags around and spare Terry's and Michael's and leave Terry and Michael's valuables too. So it's just Mark's parents, June and Murtag, whose bags have been tampered with by, they think, Fiona, because I think that'll bring them all closer together. And, and, and we can choose to say we were part of this too or for if any 
unforeseen reason <laughs> that creates hostility. We can just take a step back <laughs> and, and just and enjoy just it for the prank it, it is. Prank it is, yeah. Well, you know, I think that's a pretty good idea. Usually, I'd be all for mucking around with more stuff and trying to create a bigger prank, but I think really zeroing in mm-hmm. and focusing on making sure we get this small component part of the prank that's just right—that's right. the thing to do. Yeah, it will look. Not all families get along. All families can be taught to laugh. That's what I like to think. And this is this is just, I know I'll be laughing. And I know I'll be laughing. Yeah. And we can only imagine that, you know, Murtag and June will be, they'll be having a right old oh chuckle. Oh, God, they will. Because oh. I'll be thinking, God, what the, what happened to all my stuff, you know? And, oh, God, we'll be just, we'll get our peepers right on that. Oh. That sounds great. Well, what if we can't be there when they unpack the bags? How are we going to see it? It's a good. It's a good question, guy. Because um, it is important that we see it, but I worry that us being there will be. It'll be lead them to the give it away to our yes. scent. I suppose we could rig up some cameras. Mm-hmm. You know, hidden in different corners of the room. Yes. 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 And this is actually probably a perfect opportunity to really ingratiate Mark mm. with Terry and Michael, Fiona's parents, if we were to say get Mark's fingerprints on the cameras. On the cameras but but in such a way we should we should make the cameras look like they've been there for a long time. That is funny. Yes. Yes. And and possibly in parts of the house where maybe they're kind of Fiona's spaces. Yeah, areas that are usually quite private, places that you wouldn't ordinarily like to be caught on film. I'm thinking a couple pointing directly at the toilet. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe one in an empty shampoo bottle in the shower. Yes, yes. In amongst... Like in the spare bedroom um, where, you know, Fiona keeps her office, um, you know, and pointed directly at the office and one kind of top down onto the office so it could, it could look directly at anything she was writing, typing, like that. So something just really kind of that kind of vibe. Wow. We kind of make that seem like Mark. I mean, it sounds like we've got our work cut out for us. Mm. I mean, they've they've been gone for... An hour and a half already, so I suppose they'll be back in another... I mean, it seemed like they were going to stay out of the house for as long as they could if we were here. Well, that might be just the ticket we need, Guy, to get this all into play because I've just thought of a fun addition to this prank we're going to pull on Mark and ingratiate him better with his in-laws is if we take Mark's email and use that to register a website, which has all of this footage live streamed to it and register that in his name, I think that'll be a really funny, really funny gag for it would help Terry and Michael. And it would help ground it in reality a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise it just seems sort of a bit a throwaway. You have to draw a long bow, don't you? Yeah. Oh these he must have put these cameras here. Yeah. To, To turn a profit. Yes. Well 
I mean, that's really exciting. And in amongst all of this, let's not forget we have uh, the beautiful New York City just to, to adventure and explore in all day tomorrow. Are there anything in particular you'd like to, to do by day? Oh, I mean, this it might surprise you actually, Guy, but I wouldn't mind checking out maybe the Empire State Building. Okay. Yeah. I want to be a good host. You want to go again? Well, look, maybe we, we don't have to go into it, but maybe just walk around and start taking it in from different views, you know? Because you, know, you don't, don't want to just visit a city. You know, you want to live in a city. You want to become part of it. And it'd be great to sort of to really get a sense of that building from all, all angles and different places and different times of the day. Well, if we're going to do that, it could be fun to sort of... Not super obviously, but maybe just follow Mark out of the house in the morning and onto the train and onto his carriage. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he's. And carriage, that's an American word. Well, it's sort of used in a lot of different countries. It, it's, uh, you know, trains are comprised of, say, maybe seven to eight. Oh, yes. The way that we would use it yeah. in Australian English. Continue. But uh, if we sort of just maybe in some way. Just as a, a smaller prank inside of the bigger prank, if we give him a fright or a surprise. Yes. It's pretty cold. You know, we could pack some balaclavas, and when he's getting off, we could come out. So there's two sets of doors on every carriage, and he'll be going out one set of doors, and we'll run around from the other set of doors. Yes. And when he comes out, we'll have the balaclavas on, and we'll say something like, give me all your money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then after he's given his money, we'll douse him in water. Just throw a bucket of water over him, cold water. Freezing, freezing icy cold icy water, cold water. Yeah, yeah that's great really but we, just wake him up we wouldn't want to do that at the train station because it's sort of a public space that's true so maybe if we follow him out of the train station and mm-hmm. to a slightly more isolated or less crowded corner i mm-hmm. mean manhattan's a pretty busy place but i'm sure we could find somewhere mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, where it would be harder for other people to see and i'm worried i'm worried about that i think that's you've got the right idea of where to do it i worry that us saying give us all your money the accents will give it away so i wonder if we rather that we should not speak kind of come up behind him douse him in the cold water and then maybe i i guess just just is roughhouse the right word yeah, that really kind of give Rough it into him. Yeah, 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 but quietly, quietly, yeah. And maybe we don't ask for money at all. Maybe it's just totally random. <laughs> he has no idea what the motive would be, why it's happening. And then we run away, and we can look at the Empire State Building from the outside. You know what? Yes, yep. I love it, guy. This is see. When we work together, guy, we have such a better time, don't we? You know? Well, we're full of ideas and we love to laugh. Yeah. And if the American people aren't going to bring happiness and smiles and warmth towards us, we'll bring it to them. That's right. Oh, my God. Well, I suppose we'd better get down to the local bodega or corner store Mm -hmm. and buy ourselves some gloves. (laughs) Yeah. Let's go, guy. Let's get it done. Joy 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.